Welcome back. You stole my words. That's good. Um, yeah, so uh, we are here again. Um, I'm not going to say welcome to this week's episode because I keep saying week and I don't know when I'm going to put these out. But uh, welcome back to episode number three. Um, of the preteen pod, so as you will have already guessed, I uh, keep bringing back our special guest. Uh, I'm Jared, and I'm married to... Casey! Good, <laughs> yes, exciting. And so we're here just to have a little bit of fun and talk about Jesus, and just in this kind of, yeah, crazy season of I don't get to see you guys as much as I would like, and so we're excited to kind of get to put this together and put this out, and I hope that this has been fun to listen to and helpful, and Please let us know if you have any questions you want us to talk about and, um, you know, contact us, have your parents message us, um, whatever. We, we'd love to hear from you. And so to kick it off, I have another fun fact. And this, <laughs> you're already laughing at my, this fun fact, um, this one is like, I was, I did research on these facts um, and some of them were like, okay, yeah, I could believe that. And this one was like, I mean, I don't believe it. True, it's true, but these people know more than I do. So apparently, apparently, snails take the longest naps of of all things. Um, and get this, snails can apparently nap for up to three years. I don't know if it's a nap at that point. Like that's. <laughs> I that's, think that's a very long sleep. Yeah, I like. know. Like that's that's not a nap. But anyways, still, like three years. Like, that's crazy. That's a really long time. Yeah, and I was thinking that maybe you are, like, part snail. Because <laughs> Thank you, you Thank Yeah, you that's the biggest compliment that I could have. You, but you like napping a lot. I and do. you inherited that from your dad. Mr. Casey also likes to nap a lot. But I think that's crazy. But yeah. then I was thinking about, like, I don't know. It doesn't rain as much in Texas as it does in England. And it rains a lot in England. But, like, when it rains, the snails are out. I don't know how that works. Is that happen here? Yeah. Okay, cool. I just was checking. And out of the shower and I don't know. But but when it rains, <laughs> like a lot of the time you're walking down the path and then you hear a crunch. Oh, Jared. <laughs> and that means that you killed a snail. And it's like near impossible though because it's like dark at night. Like you're trying to get somewhere and it's like you feel like a murderer because like every other step it's and it's bad. I may have stepped on one barefoot before. Oh my gosh, that is disgusting. At least it wasn't a slug. That would be even uh, worse. Yeah, oh my- it's gross. But- <laughs> I'm like, maybe that's why they nap so much, yeah. you know, maybe. I mean, the longest, or not necessarily the longest, but I have napped three times in a day before, and mm-hmm. that was that was a good day. That That is a true statement, because I was there and witnessed all of that unfold, and it was amazing. Um, I got a lot of stuff done that day, and by stuff <laughs> done, I mean I probably played a lot of video games that day. Anyways, aside from snails... And Casey has a joke for us this week. Oh, and, okay, normally I go with your jokes, and I don't say too much about their quality, but guys, please send in jokes, please, please, because this is so hard. Okay, what kind of shoes do private investigators wear? kind of shoes do, I mean... I don't know what kind of so bad. what kind of shoes do private investigators wear, Casey? Sorry, she's laughing. It's, you should laugh at a joke. Sneakers. <laughs> that's, that's so stupid. Okay, I think I think that's a good joke. Oh that's, my gosh. Okay, well, that's fun. Okay, so speaking of sneakers, um, what? 
Yeah, I'm going there. So there is this TV host, and she wears all the time. Like, oh, that's right. Yeah, see? Okay. see, you yeah, think yeah, I'm yeah. crazy. You're good. I am crazy. You're good. But it had a point. So there's this TV host called Ellen DeGeneres. I think that's how you say her last name. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. It looks really fancy. And um, but she, at the end of her show, um, always says, "Be kind to one another." And I really like that. And um, that I think it's an awesome message to put out. And she doesn't say, be kind to people just like you. Be kind to people who are nice to you. Be kind to people who agree with you. Her message is just go out and be kind. And I think that's a really good thing for us to hear. And because generally we're good at selective kindness. We can be good to people we like. We can be kind to people who are kind to us. And But if there's someone who isn't kind to us, then we're like... Drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for real. Like... Well, why should I be kind to them? Why should I treat them like we are so wrapped up in ourselves that we don't really desire to be kind to someone who isn't kind to us naturally? Like you can do that. I know people like that. I, you know, some amazing Christians that have worked on their character to the point where they are so much better a person than I am because they're able to love people who don't love them. And um, it's hard to do that. And um, but that message that Ellen sends of being kind to one another—that's that's not like a new message. That's a message that um, if you read and dive into uh, the Bible and look at Jesus' life, that's actually pretty much exactly the message he came to bring um, in terms of how we should treat other people. Um, There was a lot of religious people around when Jesus came, and they had kind of different like stipulations or requirements on basically who could be loved and who was cared about by God. And and he came and kind of challenged them on all of that. Like he came and he hung out, not with the people who thought they were like religious elite. He came and hung out with the people who were seen as sinners, like the people who were seen as not worthy. And and he was showing that um, actually God loves all people. He created all people. He created all people of like equal worth. Like we're called to follow his example. And and so being kind to, to other people is, is kind of what we're talking about today. Our question is, uh, what does God say about how we should treat others? And, and actually, it's not just what does God say, but how did, how did he show us how to do yeah. that uh, through Jesus? And, and, and here's the key thing. Um, our worth isn't defined by who we are, how we act, what we do. Um, it's divine, de- defined by the God who made us. Um, and so every single person is made in the image of God. And so every single person is special. We don't get to decide who's special or who is worthy of our love or who is worthy of kindness, especially for Christians. Like we have made Jesus our boss. And so we need to follow his example through scripture. Um, Colossians 3, 12 to 13 is therefore as God's chosen ones, holy and dearly loved, put on compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a grievance against another, just so the Lord has forgiven you. So you are also to forgive. Mm-hmm. And so, um, that is a great, um, <laughs> there's a lot in that. That's a, um, that's a big, hefty verse. <laughs> but here's the deal. Like, he starts out straight away by, like, the as God's chosen ones. That's like, you guys who are Christians, like, you have surrendered your life to Jesus. He is your boss. And so this is the task that he has for you. Like, that's the command. And to put on compassion, kindness, gentleness, humility, like, all of that stuff. Yeah, and I think a lot of times there, you know, we kind of wonder like, what is God's will for my life? What is He wanting me to do here? And sometimes you can kind of get frozen um, 
and not able to let it go. So is that a Frozen <laughs> reference, or is that just um, Jared? I, I'm trying to talk about Jesus. Okay. If you can just give me, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but really, God is <laughs> through His Bible. He has given us so much um, knowledge and wisdom, and just He literally tells us like what He wants us to do with our lives, mm-hmm. and we just got to be faithful to do that. Um, in every kind of situation we're at and just pray about it. Yeah, you're so right. I'm, I'm all for that. Like, this is totally off on a tangent. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but no, like, it is. Like, if we ask ourselves, like, what is God's plan for my life? What is God's will for my life? Like, he gave us a book full of his words. Like, 90, 95% of it is right there in front of us, you know? And so you're so right on that. But this these kind of verses are just telling us, like, basically... If, if we're a Christian, we need to think about God first and then be willing to think about other people ahead of ourselves at times, um, even if they're being mean. Like, mm-hmm. it's not about what I want. It's what God would want me to do. And, and, and the love that Jesus had for me should motivate me to love other people, regardless of whether I feel like they deserve love or not. We saw earlier, like, all people are made in his image, and so all people deserve love. And, and here's another one. This is Matthew 5, verse 44. This is what Jesus says. He says, and, But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. And so he's like directly addressing it. You know, mm-hmm. like he is challenging people who, who hate the people that hate them. He's saying like, if you want to follow me, like that's not how we do it around here. Like we love our enemies and we pray for people that persecute us. Which is good because Jesus did that for us. Like while we were still sinners, he died for us. Like he, we were his enemy in that moment because we were rebelling against him. And so he modeled out that he gave himself up for people that hated him and people that were chanting to crucify him. Like that's amazing. Yeah. And, and that verse just is so good um, because it just talks about uh, how we should love selflessly, but it points us to, to like what you're just saying, like Jesus was living selflessly constantly, just his love wasn't to get anything like in return. Like, he was trying to bring us um, back into relationship and in perfect relationship with him. And so I think that's a challenge for us is like when we are loving other people, we need to kind of evaluate and pray for God to show us like, why do we love the people that we love? <laughs> like, are we loving them just to get something in return to feel good or are we making sure that we are loving like Christ does? And um, there's, you know, I think a lot of us have heard like the what would Jesus do or, you know, those kind of questions. And right now there's this movement going on about like he would love first. And throughout the Bible, like we can see that just time and time again, that Jesus just would love people and encounter them and um, would live out his faith um, through uh, loving people. And I think that's a really good example for how we ought to live our lives, too. Yeah. And, and I think that you raised a good point. Like this isn't just about like you know, loving people that don't love us. This is about, like, even the people we think we love well, like, are we loving them the way we're meant to? And are we loving them kind of with the motivations that we're meant to? Um, And that can be hard sometimes. Um, But the good news is we're not alone in this, right? Right. And so you specifically requested to read the next chunk of scripture oh i, I forgot that i yeah, did but did. i'm ready which i'm, I'm upset about because i wanted to read the first verse i think of you it, just wanted to read but... it because you wanted to sing it a little bit yeah i did <laughs> yeah. do you want to I, yeah okay so i'll read the first one then you can talk normal after so this <laughs> this is from second peter chapter one 
And here we go. This is verse three, okay? And it says this. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm ready. I'm okay, ready it for says, this. His divine power has given us everything required for life and godliness oh. through the knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. And then it would go. Okay, sorry. And then you can go with verse four like a normal person. I don't know how to recover. Okay. <laughs> By these he has given us very great and precious promises, so that through him you may share in the divine nature, escaping the corruption that is in the world because of evil desire. For this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with goodness, goodness with knowledge, knowledge with self-control, self-control with endurance, and endurance with godliness, godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love. If you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being useless or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, and so, and aside from my silliness, that is such a cool kind of passage of scripture that you said you really liked, yeah, and it's, it's one of your favorites. My life first. And 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 this is important, and this is why we learned this verse at VBS a few years ago, and because. It's saying, like, God is all that we need to do what he has called us to. Mm -hmm. And, like, when it said, like, his divine power has given us everything required for life and godliness. Like, God has given Christians all that they need to go and do what he's asked us to do. And we've talked about that he's asked us to love other people and be kind to other people. And so God has given us that. But there is a scary, like, warning in verse 8 that sneaks on there. It says, if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, so if you are loving people, if you have self-control, and it will keep you from being useless or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Like, if we aren't doing those things, like, we would be useless to God. And that that's kind of a scary thought. Yeah, but... Um here's like and i think we can see that verse or at least i can i i tend to do this a lot when i'm like oh i just need to work harder and do better and try in my own power to do these things rather than um, realizing that yes i am um you know pure in christ and he sees me as blameless but I still struggle with sin and I need him to help mm -hmm. me. And it is only by his power that yeah. I'm going to be able to possess any of these good things that he's talking about. Um, and so I don't know, like I've uh, heard this um, somewhere, but um, you know, in first Corinthians 13, where it talks about what Christ's love looks like. Um, I've always loved this, but you put either your name or the name of like your loved one in in the place where it says like love is kind so you'd say like okay Casey is kind and you'd pray through that and just pray that okay God help me be kind you know use scripture to pray back to God like mm -hmm. Lord help me be more like you yeah I love that and so um just think about that and just think about kind of like how you can love your parents well, your teachers well, or, or kids at school that maybe aren't like fitting in or maybe are on their mm -hmm. own, like at recess, like love them by going and spending time with them. Like think about the people in your life and, and how you can love them better and, and use some of that as you're doing the reflection questions below. Um, but we are going to move on um, to um, a difference that we have in England compared to Texas, because I realize we're already at 15 minutes, which is crazy. So um, here's the deal. You guys have cookies, right? Yes. We don't call them cookies. We call them biscuits. But you also have biscuits, and so that's very confusing. So we, your biscuits are kind of like our scones, or scones if you're posh, but like 
your cookies are like our biscuits. And so it's all very confusing. And, and yes, when I first came here, like I was having breakfast at Lena West's house and she's like, would you like some biscuits? And I'm like, these Texans are crazy. Like, it's like 8 a.m. Why do I want cookies? Like, you know, in my mm-hmm. mind. So, but this is where it gets more. We do actually have cookies in England. But this they're like, is where it gets crazy. They're like chocolate chip cookies. Like, if it's like a cookie like that, we call it a cookie. But if it's any other kind of what you would Literally call cookies, we call it a biscuit. Is just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> so, but we call them biscuits. And so it's like, I don't understand why we are so different, but it's amazing. And also, here's, here's my fun fact slash England difference. They, okay, so we have pudding, which is delicious and amazing. We don't have that. We but don't. they don't have that. No. So, but they call desserts pudding. Right. But then they have. Pudding, but it's different than our pudding, and it's 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 so confusing. This is, Casey has her hands <laughs> on her face right now. This is yeah, it's it like is confusing. They're named for all desserts, but then they have right. specific things that are called pudding, and but then some puddings have meat in them. It's very very confusing yeah that's my there, there you go you're looking that's at me it. as if it's my fault that's I what mean. my people do but <laughs> anyways so um yeah it's it's very conf- we have this all the time where there's things that are just so different in england or texas and we don't know why and casey thinks that she's right and i think that i'm right and so on this one we'll just agree to say that i'm right and <laughs> um, okay casey's gonna lead us out uh, with one thing that you guys should go off and do um, yeah, just after thinking about all this stuff and, and praying through it, I think that the call to action is pray for your parents. Yeah, and, and I mean, really do. Like, your parents, uh, the adults that are caring for you, they love you, and they are doing everything they can to help point you to Jesus and give you the best life they can. And so um, sometimes we don't see that. Sometimes we just see them making decisions that we don't like. And so kind of like what Casey was talking about before, when you read through scripture and put someone's name in it and pray through it, it can soften your heart. Like pray for your parents and just ask God to help you love them well. And and so with that, we are out of here. Bye, folks. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> Bye. Casey got all country. There, but see you later, guys. Bye.